Esther the Great. Your grand passed, my mom says as I walk into the kitchen. The gold angel carousel spins as she tells me this. I feel odd, like someone I had the chance to know but now never could. It was a sort of guilt, but I knew it wasn't my fault. The candles flicker and the wax melts as I walk back through the kitchen, back up my back up the stairs, back up to my room, my domain, my safe haven. It feels off when your family loses a loved one. Even if you didn't feel the grief personally, yeah, it settles like a mist. I don't think about my great-grandma again that night. You never realize how fast your fan moves until you can't fall asleep. I was exhausted, sleep-deprived even, but my body wouldn't let me drift. The fan just spins again and again and again. I blink, and at that moment, the room fills with an indescribable light. I gasp in terror and try to scream, but something soft covers my mouth. Then the light softens to a warm glow, emanating from and surrounding a figure, a beautiful young woman, wrapped in the most elegant of wings. She had only a thin, iridescent dress on, with a long train, and I know this is childish, but it was like an aerial, and it was almost identical to the one that the beautiful cherry-haired mermaid wore in the last scene when she comes out of the water with open arms. I look at her with a stunned expression. Who are you? The winged woman looks at me with a knowing smile. Imagine me older, more forgetful. I still look at her confused. Then she says, Hello, Emily. I cover my mouth amazed. Grandma Esther? I force my shaky legs off my bed and hug her so swiftly that my grandma almost falls backward. Now look, Layla. I don't have much time. My expression falls. I wanted to ask her so much, but I let her speak. So I sat there for what seemed like hours, just listening to my family's beloved great-grandma speak her story, speak her truth, tell me how she achieved happiness. She told me not to be sad. She had been wanting this for a long time, to be united with her creator. But a part of me was sad. I would never fully get to know her and her to me. But I sat there listening, wanting to retain as much as I could. My grandma lost her husband, the firefighter, to a fire at 39. She had four kids, but most were grown, besides my lovely Aunt Jen. She talked, all, eyes all lit up about her children. Suze, the flower shop owner, Mike, the firefighter, Bob, the city worker, and Jen, the lunch lady. She told me funny stories. She told me one about how she used to make picture upon pictures of sweet tea for her children and theirs, and how she would always order Beto's pizza, a nickel a slice, for her beloved kids. And she never liked it either. My grandma never complained. She instead forged her way through with grace and grit, always with a glass half full instead of empty. Esther never missed an event. If it was your birthday, you had a card, a wedding, she was there, no question. Baptism, christening, first communion, anniversary, front row seat. She made everyone feel loved and important and special. My great-grandmother, lover of simple things, just like me. She loved dark chocolate, Sudoku, and her favorite color, red. She was always wearing red. Just like me. The last thing she told me before she left, tear-filled and lovingly, go to the one that needs you the most. And she was gone. Esther the generous, Esther the thoughtful, Esther the optimistic, Esther the wise, the patient, the humble, the loving, the loyal. Esther. Esther the Great.